For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by the Manshake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Manshake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For The Players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. For 40 years of playing PlayStation and 8 plus years in that games media combined, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live where you can become part of the show. Uh, it's going to be in the chat. It's always good times in the chat. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod if you are on Apple Podcasts. Sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review if you are on YouTube. Sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment if uh, you want to support us financially you can patreon.com slash the pop cultures as well as our merchandise store slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it happy e3 max i can touch you because you're in the room actually i don't think you're supposed to i'm not allowed to touch you <laughs> i'm calling hr <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know the problem is the hr department for this is me <laughs> shit yeah call me and i'm like hey you're like ah ryan's touched me appropriately like, i don't say it that way <laughs> i don't say it that way <laughs> picture it didn't happen i literally have video proof <laughs> it's doesn't matter video. doesn't matter <laughs> how are you sir yeah not too bad yeah yeah it's good to be out of the house isn't it yeah it's great yeah, yeah it's great <laughs> so uh lockdown is still relatively in effect in in geelong geelong regional victoria is a little bit loose we can have two visitors per day you're it <laughs> this is that's it, it. no yeah. one else today uh <clears throat> But yeah, because I've, I've, I had my good friend Craig over last night because it was his 50th birthday today, time of recording. So he came over and, and had dinner with us and hung out with James and we went to an escape room and I turned out I'm really shit at escape rooms. Yeah, I can see that. Show you. <laughs> like, the problem is that because like, I did it with, cause it was like pairing, so I did it with my wife and her and I are both internal thinkers. So like we could hear every, all the other cells just like communicating with each other, like doing what you're supposed to be doing and her and i are just staring at different things in the room going hmm. <laughs> like not helping each other just a lot of everything <clears throat> but yeah so like it's cool to have people and go places and do things like yeah. oh it was a, it was like a tough two weeks so thankfully we don't live in inner melbourne because i would have fucking just killed myself by now but um shit like i don't know how they're doing it i, I yeah, don't envy them at all but uh yeah how was how was it being able to do <clears throat> things how you feeling yeah, not too bad. Um, I, was, I caught up with some people yesterday. Had a had a solid board gaming sesh, so that was good. It's nice to have a little bit of freedom back. Mm, it's a little bit, not a lot. It's a little bit. Although one of them, one of, one of my friends is a is a GP, and mm. I'm like, hey, so I did the because um, obviously I haven't received my vaccination yet. Apparently, I'm not eligible. Did the eligibility checker, and it's like one of the one of the fine prints is if you have any hematological problems, you're you do? you're totally good to go. So I'm I. While he was while he was over yesterday, I'm like, hey, um, I have ITP, and he's like, oh yeah, I know, yeah. I'm like, 
it's a hematological issue, right? He's like, yes. I'm like, can I go get vaccinated? He's like, probably. <laughs> He's like, as long as you can prove that you have it. Like, yes, <laughs> Stab me and watch, see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah, I might see what I can do. I might, go, I might ring my doctor and be like, hey, can I do this, please? And hopefully. I can't see why not. Hopefully, I can join my wife in the, and yourself in the vaccination club. Yeah, Millie, uh, my wife got her second shot this week and she didn't die. She actually responded to this one way better than the first one. See, because I, I just kind of like pilled my way through the first one. I just slept most of it. So I'm really like, mine's in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so my wife's just coming up in a couple of weeks too. And the first one, she's like, I've had, she woke up in the middle of the night because of how bad her migraine was. She's like, it was the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. Did she get the whole Nastra or the Pfizer? She got the Astra. Ah. Yeah, so I got the AstraZeneca as well. And like, yeah. So the thing is, I think I told the story on here before. So I, I did a nerve in my neck the night, the day before. And that caused me to vomit and have this redonkulous headache. So I didn't even notice any effects of the <laughs> AstraZeneca because my neck pain was so extreme. I was just dying in that place instead. Yeah, fair enough. That's too bad. But it's cool. Like, you know, because that's the thing. What we, Everyone needs to get fucking vaccinated. That's the next step now. And it's just our government is dumb. And eventually we'll all get vaccinated. It's all sweet. It's like, hey, go get vaccinated. Don't rush though. Like, no, can you? Yeah, please. Please rush. I want to go do things. I want, I want to be able to go in, interstate. I'd like to be able to go international at some point. I want to be able to lick street posts again. Yeah, I, I want to be able to go to just like rubbing my face on things <laughs> that I shouldn't be. Like, mm, what was that? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and I just get disgustingly sick in other ways. Uh, but yeah, other than that, my week's been, been all right. I haven't done a whole much. I started building a Gundam. Oh, okay, cool. I'm glad you finished that sentence. <laughs> what? I'm building a gun. I started building a gun, damn it. No. My friend of mine, okay. so I was bullshitting with a mate of mine about mini painting and stuff. Yeah. And I said, look, the favorite, I love the building part. Everyone hates the building part of minis. Everyone likes mm-hmm. the painting part. I'm like, fuck no, I love the building part of minis. And so he's like, oh, we'll be able to build a Gundam. I'm like, nah, because Gundam's dumb. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> I just like shit on it and I'm weeby things. Um, he's like, I'll get you one. And so he gave me one and I'm building over there and it's a fucking ton, a ton of fun. It's like, you know, cause it's like no glue. It's just yeah. kind of like, you know, putting it together and it's about halfway done. It's good shit, man. It's good shit. Last one this week. Oh, and this is totally unrelated to PlayStation or fucking anything. So nothing out of the normal. Nothing out of the normal. I watched, um, Bo Burnham's Inside. Oh yeah. This week. And that has acted like completely fucked with my brain. Like, I've not been able to not think about it since I watched it. It is so good. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I've been meaning to. It's in my... It's in my oh, my... <clears> it's it's in absolutely my tremendous. List. So, for those who don't know, so, Bo Burnham is a... Like, he's an old YouTuber who, you know, he's a big comedian, um, sort of who, about five, six years ago, kind of quit the business due to mental health challenges. Um, so, we're having a lot of, like, massive panic attacks and stuff on stage, and it's, it's a lot. So then he got to a point where he felt that he could return. So we, you know, obviously started looking at getting back on stage and spoke to Netflix about doing a special and bam, pandemic. So we just, so the, the, the decision was to like film the entire thing in a bedroom, like in a room, it's like an old, it's like a little studio space. So he filmed this entire special, all filmed in one room with just him and a camera and lights and just incredible production. 
Like for something that's made in a back room of a house, it's better than most movies that I've seen. Like it is ridiculous how mm. good it is. And <clears throat> musically, it's fantastic. Like it's because it is kind of this really interesting spiral into a man just crumbling for being stuck in a house for, for a year, right? Mm-hmm. So the first couple of songs are kind of like high and jovial and because it's all done in his house. It's all very synth-based. So it's yeah. very 80s inspired. Um, so like watching it sort of like get all kind of floaty at the start and then just get progressively fucking dreary and dark and as he just sort of clearly is rapidly declining in mental health. Um and it's so it's just completely one like it's just it's absorbed my brain like there's one <clears> song in particular it's like the last it's like one of the last songs um we're gonna get fucking um depressing by the way so trigger warning um the song itself it's yes yeah, what all eyes on me and it's essentially the way i read the song because it's 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 foreboding it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's it's got like a uh 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 what's it called like an auto tune on the voice that brings it down it's got this it's got a fl- like a floaty echo on it mm-hmm. so it's kind of got this real ominous sort of like low end feel to it and in the delivery it's all about like you know fucking because the one thing that Bo Burnham has done really really well in a lot of his other songs is layer a deeper meaning in what seems kind of chill mm-hmm. so like the like the key lines of it are like you know put your hands up get out of your seats all eyes on me right like that sounds like woo, I'm thinking you're not gonna get at a, at a concert, mm-hmm. and that's the delivery. But it's like as you get deeper in a song, you realize it's almost like that foreboding voice in the back of his head is trying to like is got him hostage. Yeah, because talks all about you know this weird, you know, you know, like you know uh, the way I interpret it, and probably why it re- like it's hit me so hard is the song is literally the voice in his head that it, that tries to pull you into the void. Mm-hmm. So, like, the entire delivery of it, it's all about, you know, like, hey, don't be scared. It's cool, man. Like, look, come over here. It's cool. Come on. Come on over. And it's like, you know, like, that voice is pulling you to that shitty part of your brain. And I I fucking love it. There's like a, there's like a little, there's a, a, a verse at the end that's just kind of, just, you know, those ones just kind of talks about, like, um, uh, yeah, because like as as the voice, the voice is like calming and kind of mm-hmm. like trying to like voice, and then at the end it just kind of goes nah, and then just kind of gets manic, and completely shifts. Oh, I, I, I I'm in I'm in love with that song personally, and the whole special in general. Everyone should go totally check it out. <coughs> um, but yeah, it, it, be be, wor- be wary because it is it can be intense. Like it was quite intense. Yeah, for for me obviously, um, you know. So it's a great song about turning thirty. It's a great song about just feeling like shit. It's a great. Uh, there's a great song about white women Instagrams. That's brilliant. One about the internet. Two songs about Jeffrey Bezos for some reason. It's it's so good, man. It's absolute. I I, I can't help but like think about it all the time. I woke up this morning thinking about it. I went to bed thinking about it. It just randomly pops up in my brain, and uh, I don't know. It's just because like what I've found. The things that the the odd bits of media that I've connected to over the last, especially musically, have been ones that have sort of come out or are affected by this whole quarantine isolation. Is you know like the two the two main albums that have hit me is this with Inside and the other being Bring Me the Horizons um, post human survival horror, which they released completely in lockdown and it's all about lockdown 
and, and isolation and, and all the, the, the darkness that comes with it. So obviously something about that's kicking with me, which is, which is great. Cause like, I know there's other albums out there. Like I know, I think 21 parts did one as well recently. And their new album's all about the isolation, the lockdown, but they're looking at it very optimistically. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I got no time for that. Give me the fucking dark ones. So like to bring the horizon and this, this is like nailing it for me on the head, apparently. Fair enough. Totally check it out. Yeah. Like totally I said, it's, it, it is in my watch list, ready to go. Yeah. It's just a lot of my free time at the moment is I'm either with my kid and it's not, I can't have it on while she's out. No, you don't have it with your kid on. And I've got like two hours before work each mm. night between kid going to bed and me going to work and i'm just like i want to chill before i go to work <laughs> yeah you don't want to go fucking depressing before you go to work <laughs> so it's it's finding that it's finding that sweet spot to sit down and and, and you know suss it out but we know what you normally do in that two hour window however is play games oh and so, i've been playing a fantastic game this week so max what have we been playing well i don't week? think you've been playing it but i've been playing no man's sky <laughs> i have not been playing no man's sky <laughs> so after last week they got their big update which spoke about quickly um i'm like i'm gonna reinstall it i'm gonna jump in it looks real good yeah it looks real good but it's the same game no, of course so i started again fresh because i'm like i don't know how to play this game anymore i'm gonna you know i'm gonna what I think, oh sorry I forgot that I forgot <laughs> I I've re, I forgot that I routed the audio to the TV give me the mouse because we just scared the shit out of me <laughs> like I'm gonna what <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was for a follow thank you Fabes19 uh, for the follow there and um yeah, you know so that. yeah st- started started fresh it's yeah, like um put me on this planet I'm like yeah. cool it's, you know you're doing you're doing your thing it sends you away to go go repair your ship and I'm mm-hmm. like alright no worries two, like literally two minutes after I land radioactive storm and i die i'm like sweet love it so glad i downloaded <laughs> this game crack the shits turned it off and i'm like don't get <laughs> looks nice though yeah but- well that's what we discussed last week like because i've tried to like get- it is brutal because i just played the normal version because uh, when you when you boot it up you can now just go like survival mode or co-op mode oh or, really like, sandbox do whatever you want mode i'm like i'll i'll play it properly it's like here, I have the most like contaminated, radioactive planet you've ever seen in your in your life, and I'm just like instantly dying as soon as I land. I'm like, cool, love it. Um, no flying guys for me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So like for me, I talk, I, I look at, I look, I look at it, and I'm, I go. I know you're the same. <laughs> Cause like I, I tried to love you, but I know you just shower me. I know you're just gonna hurt me. Cause like I had expectations of you, and then they were gone. Now don't get me wrong. I commend the team for sticking with it. Oh, and, shout and out to Hello Games. Hello Games are going well hard. But the problem is that the game is really like game. Like I really respect all the extra work they've put in and they've put on it. But I just can't like once you when you go back and you see the the framework is exactly the same. <laughs> I go, that was the problem. That was the problem. The other parts weren't really the issue. I appreciate like yeah, you you're meeting some of the promises of what No Mansky was supposed to be, but. <laughs> mm. yeah pretty much i can't like go in there it's like just go shoot your laser at a plant for a while i'm like no <laughs> no man uh, <sighs> but one thing that we have 
correctly been playing together. <laughs> is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So, with thanks to PlayStation Australia for providing us the review code, we have been playing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart on our PS5s. Quick rundown, Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift Apart is a is essentially a continuation of the main storyline. It is a direct sequel to, I think it was Into the Nexus was the last one. Yeah. Because that's the mention. So the, the game kicks off with Ratchet and Clank, and they're at a celebratory uh, event, a big parade uh, for them being the heroes that they are. In doing so, Clank's like, Ratchet, I have a gift for you. It is the Dimensionator. It's something that you saw back in the back in the day. So for those that have played previous Ratchet and Clank's, big, you know, it's like, oh my god, the Dimensionator. And with that, you can now go find your Lombax family, your your race of people, because we know that they are in another dimension somewhere as I punch the microphone, and this will help you get there. Mm. Dr. Nefarious rocks up, fucks off with the Dimensionator, chaos ensues. I like how, <clears throat> like, right off the bat, I love how self-aware it is about yeah. itself. Because Ratchet's like, why are we getting a hero celebration? We haven't done anything for, like, years. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, woo! <laughs> um, and then, of course, there's rivets in there as well, but I, we don't, I don't want to really, like... We will, we will touch some story things because you want to have both mm. finish the game. Yeah. But we don't want to... Like, there's no major spoilery. It's not like Last of Us where there's, like, big story beats. Everyone goes... <gasps> But we still don't want to, like, mess with it too hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what's your thoughts? Uh, the game starts off really strong and it finishes just as strong. Yeah. <laughs> well, your, your tone of voice seems to go, oh, no. Nah, this game is absolutely fantastic. Uh, to put it another way... Uh, this game stopped me from picking up Final Fantasy on launch day. Damn, and this motherfucker's got like Final <laughs> Fantasy tattoos and shit. So, um, I also, I got the platinum trophy for well, it no, last night. So it is the first platinum on the Pop C account. Which is all that, bummer, all that, was which is for a, you. Which is a bit of a bummer because if I had known that, I would have played a ridiculous game for an easy play. <laughs> like, yeah, <there> you go. <laughs> the game is so much fun. Uh the the artwork the design of it is absolutely fantastic uh i played it in performance mode with ray tracing enabled the entire time mm -hmm. i didn't actually check out any of the other any other any any other way the game yeah the game runs so smoothly uh it it, it the story is compelling that it pulls you forward you want to know more the gunplay the, also i should point out this is the first time i've ever actually played a ratchet and clank game normally i just watch my wife play them oh, uh, yeah, so this is the first time i've played i've actually played one myself gunplay was fantastic uh i i enjoy the 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 large variety of weapons uh, there was a few that kind of i like, gravitated towards more than others so some just got left behind uh which is which is a real shame but that's what happens when you have like 20 odd yeah when there's a big variety yeah there's so much stuff yeah it's, it was just it was just fun to play i i I was constantly going, when can I sit back down again and play yeah. more? They did such a great job with it. Yeah, look, I'm in a similar boat. I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was brilliant. Um I I love it dearly. It was it was I had this feeling going in that this is gonna be one of those standout games mm. of of the year. And I do think it is. I do think that this is genuinely a game of the year contender. Mm -hmm. Um not just from a visual perspective, because it is it is stunning, but from a gameplay perspective yeah. as well. Like while also being an incredibly brilliant and good looking game, it plays fantastic. Yeah. So as you mentioned, the gameplay is is frenetic, it's tight, it's fun. Like 
I I love just working my way through all the different all the different guns because what I would do is uh, there's never there's no bad choice like there are choices that I I use less but there's no bad choice i just wholeheartedly disagree really that stupid little helicopter drone that shoots stuff always misses which one the bomb the bombardier yeah it's a hot garbage oh, okay <laughs> i don't think it ever hit anything i was like this is terrible <clears throat> yeah that's fine i'm like I, I i i solely used it against the guys with shields i'm like i can't shoot them so i'll just throw this dude up in the air and you'll just rain fire from above missed every single shot it's like you are useless <laughs> i hate you <laughs> well i love the range of weaponry like i do, obviously i do had one did have ones that i would go to that would be my priority mm-hmm. choice so I'd be like, oh cool i'll go you cool i'll go you and then i would just kind of rotate and pick the other ones as needed um story wise it's dope it's charming it's adorable and it also hits a number of different parts as well um for me there's a couple of like sort of minor mental healthy sort of things in there as well which always tickle my fancy being a mental health worker myself and just sort of being a big mental health advocate um it was i was great i, I loved how they've brought rivet in but it doesn't like take away mm. from you know ratchets like the inclusion <clears throat> of a second of, of a secondary character or a secondary main character without sort of diminishing the first or anything like that um <clears throat> having you know like it's it's I think it's pretty well known from some of the footage. Like there is a separation, like Ra- uh, Clank is separated from Ratchet for a big hunk of the game, which to me isn't really a negative. I thought that was really cool. It's a great way to connect Rivet into it while sort of creating this unified uh, 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 scenario. Uh, the, the the enemy type was dope, was cool. Uh, it, was, it was great to sort of see different, as we go through different dimensions, different versions of similarish enemies, but it's always fun yeah always fun just jumping shooting and, and platform the platforming is brilliant as well um i there were some times where it kicked me in the ass there were like i did experience some bugs yeah same <clears throat> i got stuck in a couple of walls um like right at the beginning i jumped i got stuck between uh mrs zircon and a wall i just couldn't get out um there was another time where i was in uh one of the battle arenas where i I, I jumped and I landed in the lava and I died and I fell through the world and then I respawned in the sky then I fell into the lava again and then it pushed me into the because it was a staged battle yeah. I'm, I was fighting um, uh, someone and there was multiple states like you know once you hit 80% health you can move on to the next one once you hit whatever whatever right so I hit what should have been the 50% stage but they were still at 80% and the game fr- wigged out so like I couldn't move, I couldn't shoot, I couldn't do anything. The only thing I could do was um, go to the menu screen. Okay. So then I then I quit out, reloaded. No chance. It's loading. It was spawning me in that load. So thankfully, because there is no manual save feature in this game, it does keep a backlog of your saves. Yeah. So that way, I just went back a couple of saves and I was fine. I had a similar <clears throat> similar issue in the battle arena as well. So the, the boss in question punched me through one of the invisible walls of the of the arena and my uh, my character was kind of wigging out a bit and then all of a sudden it slingshot me back into the arena real quick. So after after like 10 seconds of some, you know, violent vibrations in the wall, I just flew out. Everything was all good again. And then um, the other one I think was my own doing. So once you get um, really spoilery, not, nothing to do with the story, you get boots that allow you to rocket skate yep. quite quickly. So I was using it uh, in like speed run strats to get around the maps faster. 
And one of the areas has one of those... You know those really annoying platforms where you have to wait for them to move towards you and then you got to wait for them to move away? Well, I'm like, I've got rocket power boots. I'm just going to jump this gap. It'll be fine. I made the distance and the game's like, hey man, you're not supposed to do that solid wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just dropped and died. <laughs> like, I can clearly make it though. Why are you putting solid walls there? We haven't they're loaded like, that part yet. They're, they're like, use our slow platforms, please. I'm like, but, but I just, no. But you, there's <laughs> no, you have SSD. You shouldn't be needing to load the platforms. Why are we doing slow platforms? But that's, again, that's not a, a game issue. That's that's me trying to... Yeah, trying to cheese it. I, trying to do things that I probably shouldn't be trying to do. Yeah, very possible. But they are so much fun, those rocket boots. When they you get them, good. you just like... Yeah. You can get through places so quickly. Um, so I played it in fidelity mode. So that's the 30 frames okay. at 4K uh, with ray tracing. Yep. Um, I originally did run it through performance on ray tracing, but I had a lot of screen tearing in the opening cinematic. And none. And I was like, oh, all right, well, I'm going to bounce out of that. Um, mm-hmm. I'll go fidelity instead. Um, yeah, so once again, we were playing this pre-launch. Yep. Um, we, we, only, we only had it a couple of days before launch, so it's not as if it was like a week's or anything ahead like some of the other um, uh, reviewers and, and that out there had. But yeah, with that, within like two days, there was a patch. So it's very likely that patch may have fixed it. Yeah. But I'd pretty much finished the game at that point. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and like, even though there are, there are some trophies that kind of hint to a new game plus, but I, I, I went in and just got them and bounced yeah it's actually stupid easy to get them so yeah um i'm probably not gonna rush my way to play it again but i might i've still got a couple of trophies to pick up because the the trophies even though neither you nor i are massive trophy hunters it's we kind of do it when we get the feel the urge and i do feel the urge of this game and i've got like four left to go literally and it was a super achievable platinum like it didn't um i some of the trophies I believe there's two trophies in the entire list that are actually missable on your first playthrough. Yeah, I think one of them. And I happened to miss one of them. Uh, and it turns out I needed literally one more kill of that enemy type. And it spawns in straight away as soon as you get to the... Yeah. As soon as you get to that area. So it took me maybe 10 minutes of a of a new playthrough. So it was... <clears throat> it's super achievable if you're, if, you're going, if you're going that way. The collectible hunting is fun. Yeah, so I actually ended the game with all of the bots found, all of the the the, the gold thingies collected, all of the armor collected. Mm. Yeah, because you know it's worthwhile doing those. Like <clears throat> each of the armor sets gives you passive bonuses, even if you're not wearing them. Well, because that's the one of the, one of the advantages, one of the big changes that they have in this game is the armor set. So uh, throughout the game, you whether you go into little pocket dimensions or during challenges, you are rewarded with armor with armor mm. pieces. So there's a head, chest, and, and legs. Uh, and yeah, they give you, oh, sorry, uh, head, torso, and legs. So yeah, as, as Max was alluding to, each of them give you passive things, whether it be just more bolt pickups, more rare titanium, more, you know, better damage against these particular individuals yeah. or better defense against these particular individuals. Yeah. Yeah. And same with, I, I believe previous games that when you collect, uh, X amounts of those, the golden nuts mm. or screws or bolts, 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 golden bolts. Uh, you unlock the infinite ammo and the yeah so yeah health. if you go into like the um collectible area yeah the, like I, I i got like big head mode and mm. gun and ultimate ammo and ultimate health and like you can change the skin of your um of your uh, wrench or yeah. whatever or hammer if you if you rivet to other things it's um yeah it's mad like i re- i i actually thoroughly enjoyed like i couldn't even tell you how long i played it i kind of feel it's probably around the how long do you reckon was yours 
12 to 15. Yeah, I'm going to say, because I was going to say 12. Like 12 was the number I was thinking in my head, but I'm really bad at remembering how long I've played something for. I'm sure 15, if you pull I'd up, say, if I was yeah. to pull up my PSN, it would tell me, because I know it says X approximate amount of time. And I can, and that's freely available and the information's there. You can also see my trophies and that sort of stuff. So um, if someone wants to go in there and check, man, I want to know. I actually have no idea how long I've been playing for. So that'd be nice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it feels like 12-ish hours, which to, as, as I said, with you and I both being full-time workers and parents and content creators, that is always a big thumbs up for us. Cause like that, that is, we only yeah. have so much time in the day and if we can get it, if we can get a game out that isn't a hundred hours, fantastic. That's hundred percent good news for me. But no, I, I think the game is, is tremendous. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I, 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 I was just like, it, it is a hundred percent in my top top list games of the year and i understand there is you know grain of salt because you know we will provide a review code we're a playstation show like i'm sure it's like oh i just like review because it's a fucking playstation game i'm sure it's part of it but the game's just really fucking good yeah playstation can quote that if you want put that on the box it's really fucking good <laughs> yeah no they insomniac have really been hitting it out of the park dude insomniac and like when you think about it they've released what two technically three ps5 games now because we got miles morales we got the remastered spider-man and we got now Ratchet. yeah insomniac are the breakout they are the breakout studio for ps5 right and they now. only just got purchased they just got bought and they're like well under well like they have already earned every cent that they got bought out with right yeah like they got picked up for 100 percent. so really like they've earned their keep and uh, we're not going to see them for a while the next thing we see them for will will be spider-man 2 but they have just been an absolute powerhouse for ps5 especially on the back of the news last week where you know everything's on ps4 and ps5 moving forward if this is the last ps5 exclusive that we get because it might be jim ryan (laughs) then this is the best one like, if you look at what we've seen so far, the three other games, two other games that are fucking PS5 exclusives, this is by far the biggest winner, the showrunner. Like, because you know why? I didn't want to die while I was playing this, like, like Returnal. Like, this game is enjoyable. It's fun. Like, it's... It, it's and unlike Dark Souls and Returnal, which both games are just hard for the sake of being hard, because that's the design. But Ratchet and Clank is fun. It's charming. It's adorable. I was playing with my kid, and he loved the Lombaxes, and it was just a good, well-energy game. Ratchet and Clank is dope. Yeah, no, it is. I'm not. No, I'm not arguing your point there. I know. It's, it was. It was really. Yeah. Me getting shitty Returnal again. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got shitty Returnal too when I lost my unlosable item. Returnal. How dare you? <laughs> I haven't found it again since either. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really mad. I was like this close to the true ending. It's like, oh, you, you know that key fragment that you got right before you recorded last week. It's gone. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry bro. Damn it. Oh. but no yeah it's did i'm gonna, it, I'm, gonna it, I'm gonna ask you though this is this okay. is a very big important question because oh, yeah. we just talked about it being a ps5 exclusive do you feel that there's anything about this game that is super ps5 honestly it could probably run on ps5 i reckon it could too <laughs> i truly reckon it could um like once again not not us knowing the back end no, no. like the rift stuff is cool and there's like no loading screens really but there's like trick loading like you learned it by trying to jump that gap <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean so it's not as if there isn't loading yeah. it's just not loading as we know it so like even though we don't understand the back end side of things that pulling of the rift or going between levels doesn't seem that 
it's cool it's cool that it is seamless and like <clears throat> the little rift jumps i would imagine aren't that huge because you're essentially just pulling yourself forward it's not like you're yeah, you're, it's, you're moving. It's a point to point rather than, jump. You, rather than you going from there to there, the world moves around to you. you. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially a point to point jump, but you're not jumping. The world's jumping towards you. Yes. Whereas it's like those... the whole idea in Futurama, where like the the black matter doesn't move you in space; it the space moves around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but those little side, uh, those little side areas where you do collect a lot of those armor pieces. You pocket do, dimensions, the yeah. pocket dimensions you do open that rift and you walk through that rift and then there's a new area mm. but that old area can still it's still visible behind you you can turn around and see what's out there mm. um so it's cool that the the loading is seamless there obviously i have a feeling that you know a playstation 4 may explode trying to yeah. do that like but, i'm watching my wife play horizon right now on the ps4 slim that we have in the bedroom that motherfucker's loud but i again you know we're not developers i don't no, know like i have bit. no idea I f- I don't see how um it couldn't run at 1080p on a PlayStation 4. Yeah, that, that it, won't, it won't look anywhere near as no. good. We super simple it down, a but bit, right? but a lot of the a lot of the experiences in this game is not about how like as much as this game is pretty and gorgeous and and incredible to look at, the game is still fun and mechanically sound and is just fantastic to play. Yeah, and if you're not a graphic snob or an FPS snob, you will still enjoy this game even if it was running at 30 FPS at 1080p. You know what I love, Because though? the game is fun. Like, when I would leave and then I would come back and then go... And every time I did, I went, oh, it's a good game. Because <laughs> I was playing it, I'd forget. You get kind of sucked into it. And then I left and then I come back and I boot back up and I'm like, ooh, that's pretty. Or even when you boot up and it takes like, tw- you know, 0.2 of a second, goes, press press X and start menu? Well, yeah. I'm like, ooh, like, and then I, oh, you're pretty. You're fast and pretty. Because Ali, my, uh, my wife, was walking in and out as I was playing it. She, she walked in, she's like, they've changed all the characters. <laughs> I'm like, no, these are just the other guys. Just new ones. <laughs> these are just the, she's like, they're the same, but they're not the same. <laughs> like, that's the, that's the catch. <laughs> that's the catch. Some of the side, yeah, like all that charm. Like, yeah, all that charm, all that yeah. charisma of the game is still there with all its little characters and like mm. sort of reinventions of old characters. Like, I'm a huge fan of Pierre. Yeah, P- <laughs> Pierre was dope. <laughs> I quite liked their version of uh, Quartz. I forget the guy's name in, the, in Quark. the other. Quark, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Quark? Well, the, 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 the superhero guy, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's dope. Uh, I, I like the alternate dimension version yeah. of him, was awesome um yeah not not like not having a massive history with ratchet and clank i'm sure there's a lot of references that kind of went past me yeah but i yeah i can't fault it it was real good i did like the weird sort of like um the weird the accents that they gave the morts oh yeah because to me it sounds like uh marshall's parents and how i met your mother from that sort of nova scotia yeah sort of, yeah you know the canadian uh shit, what's that what's that area that somewhere up there, like that weird, that weird kind of Canadian American accent that that comes in that sort of bo- those border states whose name oh, yeah, I can't yeah. think of right now, like Minnesota and all that. Minnesota, that's the one. Thank you, <laughs> Minnesota, Wisconsin. Puck knows what's up. There you go, Beach Puck. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what was I going to say? Um, there was at the, at the start of the game. I'm like, oh, I really wish there was a dodge, and then five minutes later, I was like, hey man, there you go. Yeah. I'm like, yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's yeah. so good. And like, you know what I love about it? Side note, I'm just going to shit on Knack for a second. So I've been playing Knack Jeez, with, my, with my son as well. And like every jump's a fucking double jump. Like no ledge is jumpable by one. Oh uh, yeah, okay. The, the, We're the, here. Okay. Double jump means something. Okay, I, got, I was getting annoyed with the double jump sometimes. Oh yeah? Uh, I found that if you left your jump too long, it's like, hey man, your double jump's gone. You're now gliding. And I'm like, I, I need that double jump though. Yeah. I'm trying to get this distance. Can you please not hover me for a second? But um, so what was your what was your what were your go to weapons like your top three? What were your top three uh, of the like twenty odd guns that you get? The you the shotgun. Okay. When I maxed that motherfucker, I was Never like, "Kadoosh, kadoosh, kadoosh!" Just running in there. Um, knack is way too hard to be a kids game. Survival deal. Not so. My son is loving it. Absolutely loving it. But by the way, um, he's punching goblins. It does a ton of fun with it. Um. Then the 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 war the warmonger the the missile launcher is pretty mad. Okay. Uh, I like I quite like the grenades. Mister Fungi got a good run through, as well as the the dog the little because uh, oh, the the doom glove the doom glove I just throw like real robo dogs that eat shit. So I'm like <laughs> go over there and they eat things while I'm blasting things over there. You know. It's nice to see that you've used every gun that I didn't. That's really great. what were your choices? Okay, so I I rocked the the the, the doom glove. Yeah. Once I got it, the shock. The, the 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 thing that shot electric, electric darts. I didn't like it. It was so good. It had like the greatest auto aim on it I've ever seen in my life because yeah. it's got tracking darts and then it just electrocutes everything and stuns them. And I used the blade saw that had homing saw blades once you hit them once and there's just like flying around. And the sniper rifle. The sniper rifle was yeah. The headhunter. The headhunter was dope. Headhunter yeah. was really useful. Um. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. But no, primarily, I didn't use any any of them like, at all. <laughs> the electric one, I I almost av- 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 avo- avoided. Oh, so good. Just because like I did it, and I'm like, oh, just, just like... nah. The, the the shotgun was the hundred percent success. I think I used the and the big one, big hyper beamy looking one. Yeah, that was cool. I used that a fair bit. Um, I found that all its upgrade parts were like do more damage if you can hit more than one per unit. I'm like, like okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had no issue doing that at all. I'll just like sweep a room with that fucker. The, um, oh, and the, the, the minigun, the black hole. Yeah. Like, when I opened that, that one that later on, that really game, uh, that gun is dope. Yeah. And then obviously the, the, the one that they alluded to in their, in their marketing campaign a couple of days ago where you were rifting stuff in, that was really cool. Yeah. I didn't get, I didn't have anything cool fall through. I just had like random cars. And I did. I and dropped shit. a thunder drone. What? Someone. That was great. I'm like, whoa. No, I didn't get the thunder drone anyone. I dropped, um, I, I dropped that, that SUV from, uh, that Nadine drives around. Or the in, Jeep. The Jeep in from uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Boo! Like, pew! And it's like two damage. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> Damn, I had, not, I, I had like a rock. The hitboxes on some of those things are a bit awkward, but um, yeah, it was great. Loved it. Anyway, let us know what you thought of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart if you have played it. If you haven't played it and you've got some questions, drop them in the comments below. I will make sure to answer all of them. Um, you know, there is no embargo or anything right now. Like I can t- I can touch upon anything you want, anything you want to know. Um, but yeah, no, it's great. So big thank you once again to mm. PlayStation Australia for providing us uh, the, the review code. We do really, really appreciate the support. Um, they're actually sending us something. I don't know what it is, but I got an email the other day and apparently they're giving us the FedEx tracker and it's in Melbourne, so it could be here tomorrow. Ooh. I don't know what it is, but it should be pretty exciting because it was really weird. I was like, saying, like, hey, we're sending something. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was just responding being like, are you sending it to the right people? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it 
gets here and it's got they're like can you sign for no sorry it's not for you yeah he's like hi are you nope that's not you like thanks man I'll take it back but no, anyway, other than that, I've not played anything else at all. Uh, the only other thing I've been playing is I've been playing The Escapists 2. Oh, I love The Escapists. Isn't that, is that got on my multi? Yeah. Can we play it? Yeah. Yay! Because no one even wants to play with me. So, uh, there's a story around this game. A okay. couple of months ago, it was free on the Epic Game Store. So, yeah. me and my friends all got it. And for some reason, I could not play with anyone else. I just, they w- wouldn't let me find their games, couldn't join them, couldn't invite them, couldn't do anything. Well, it went on sale on the PlayStation Store for seven bucks. I'm like, yeah. ooh, that is a great seven dollar purchase. So we played Prison. Uh, we played um, The Escapist Two last night. Um, me, Cass, and Clint. We're all we're all on. We're doing our, we're doing our own thing. No one's working together at all in any of these scenarios. And um, we get to one. And it's just a, it's such a fun fun moment. So we're doing the third level, and I'm like, oh. This is this is easy. This is, there's no outside guards. All I've got to do is break through a wall, and I'm free. So I find a I find a, a metal rod. I'm like, this is this is gonna work. And I'm running, and I fail to remember that I've got contraband on me because I'm holding a metal rod. I ran through one of the sensors, and the cops are like, the cops are like, oi! <laughs> so I quickly run, dump the thing in a box, accept my defeat, get beaten up by the cops, taken back to the <laughs> taken back to myself. And then I'm like, I said to, to Cass and Clint, I'm like, guys, I've got this. I sneak back out, grab my stuff, broke through the wall, jumped out. And it's like, you can't escape without your allies. I'm like, oh, guys, quick, run upstairs, jump out the hole in the wall, <laughs> run. And as they're coming, I, you get the little notification saying the damage has been found. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> guys, run. <laughs> um, so we finished last night. We bowled over all the easy ones. Yeah. We started on the, the medium difficulty ones and we were like i have no idea how to tackle this yeah. there's like electric fences and generate like, power generators i've only ever played it by myself so i've never had a successful escape and i've oh. put like a good handful of hours into it but it always gets to that point i'm like well we need a fourth we've got three people playing. Hey, we need a fourth. i can playing. i can i can hold you down if you like uh, but i did play a pri- speaking of prison i played prison architect i did that, that last week Oh yeah, I played Prison Architects. Prison Architects a, a, t- a fucking ton of fun because I love the idea of I, I do like being in prison, but also like building the prison. <laughs> I don't know why it's because it, that's one of those prison. like sim, sim yeah. management games. Yeah, I, think I did talk about that last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did because like you know Two Point College or whatever got announced this yeah. week. Yeah, good shit, good shit. But anyway, um, that's all we played. So anyway, <laughs> it's also E3 week, so there is news. Let's get into it now. This is a section we call Inform the Players, where we tell you about what happens this week in PlayStation. It's not even E3 straight just to kick off the Batman. Yeah, we'll kick off kick off into some Sony Sony related news first. Um, and it turns out, Ryan, that Jim Ryan does not hate games. Ah, I don't believe you. <laughs> so obviously, famously, Jim Ryan told Time about the occasion he attended a Gran Turismo event. Quote, PlayStation One and PlayStation Two games, they look so ancient. Like why would anybody play this? Oh, you did say that. That was his quote. Oh. That was that was that that's what sense. he said. Uh, ever since that quote, Mr. Ryan has had uh, had the quote used as evidence that he hates older games, which came to prominence earlier this year with the news of the closure of the PlayStation 3 and Vita storefronts. Obviously, that didn't happen, but, you know, that's a whole nother, whole nother story. Quote, the point of, this is from, from Ryan, quote, the point I was trying to make, obviously not very well, was just how great the PlayStation 4 version looked and how far the series had evolved, he told Axios Gaming as reported by VGC. Quote, I certainly wasn't trying to be disrespectful to our heritage. I guess my big learning from all of this is when 
uh, Kazunori Yamauchi unveils the next Gran Turismo side by side with its history that I will just keep my mouth shut this time. Good! <laughs> I appreciate the candidness of that. Uh, Ryan then pointed to Astro's Playroom as an example of Sony celebrating its legacy. Yes. Of course, the references in Asobi Team's platform were wonderful, <clears throat> but some fans want to be able to play their PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 games on their PlayStation 5. Quote, What is important to recognize when considering this question about designing a new platform is that time, engineering resource, and money are all finite. And what's important, and that important trade-offs have to be made in terms of what's included and what's not. So apparently, the trade-off at the panel for right now is we're not going to make any more PS5 games; it's just <laughs> PS4 games on the PS5. So yeah, what a bitchy thing for me to say. I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> look, he made a dumb quote, and I appreciate him responding, being like, "Look, it was a dumb quote." All right, I'll admit it was dumb. I'm sorry. I mean, like, <clears throat> it's a dumb point, but. It's not wrong. Like games now look way better than they do. Like way better than what there's they did. a reason that no one bought the. I don't have the box here. It is here. There's a reason that no one bought the the PS1 Classic because everyone's like, oh yeah, off oh, early 3D sucks. I mean, the other reason was us in Australia got screwed over. With, Stupid expensive. Well, not just that. It also didn't run at like 30 frames. <laughs> yeah, because it it's got NTSC versions in there. There's PAL <laughs> versions in there. It was just a hot mess. <sighs> Mobile phones, they're still happening. Sony is breaking down Barrow's PlayStation's biggest intellectual property as part of a multifaceted strategy that we discussed previously that will see the release of television shows, movies, and yes, smartphone games. As we have discovered over the, over the last couple of weeks, Sony has been hiring for a new mobile focus division for a little while. And boss, good old Jim Ryan, has hinted that we'll, we'll see, uh, see, the quote see the quote first fruits of this sooner than you might think, end quote. As part of an interview with Axios, I believe the same one from before, yep, uh, Ryan outlined the organization's reason for exploring smartphones. It seems pervasive to restrict enjoyment uh, of it to our existing PlayStation community, he says. It's a quote that we can imagine sitting well with Sony enthusiasts. Uh, not sitting well, sorry, but there it is. Ryan wouldn't say whether PlayStation will be developing the mobile, uh, the mobile games in-house or acquiring new studios to do so, but it sounds like this is an initiative being spearheaded by the very top of the company. It's not the same throwaway whim, quote, it's not a throwaway whim, sorry. Quote, we are working on a number of models to open up mobile, he revealed vaguely. Now, I have a problem with this. Not because it's a mobile thing, it's because they tried it before mm. and it didn't work. And mobile, phone, mobile, mobile games have only garnered less respect in that time like yeah. grand river apple arcade or whatever but like comparatively no one's like oh you know this is the renaissance of fucking mobile games but i think now it's, it's to me it's the business it's all money it depends on what kind of mobile games we're talking about mm. because these days most people have smartphones they're they're now compatible with playstation 4 controllers they're compatible with playstation 5 controllers mm. am i going to get to play Crash Bandicoot 3 on my phone using my PlayStation controller? Is that what they're talking about mobile gaming? Or am I going to play some gacha game where I'm getting different Crash Bandicoots out of a bloody claw machine? Yeah. Like, it depends on what they're defining as mobile game. Because, mm. like, if it's that, it's gross. Obviously. I have a feeling it's going to be that. Oh, yeah, of course. Because that's obviously where they think they're going to make their yeah, money. Yeah, because like, we, we, what we're looking at is we're looking at <clears> them <throat> being like look they are a business all games are businesses and they should and we do have to understand that they it's not all about the creative art endeavor that they always talk about like that it is part of it right so with that 
I understand it. But the, the reason they're looking at it is, to me, it feels like, once again, Jim Ryan not being a games player. Like he's on the record of not being a big mm. fan of, of not well, big fan of games at all, apparently. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of not a big advocate. So for, to me, it that's someone looking at it going, there's money over there. Well, no, there's money for the for 2% of the games and they take all the money. Yeah. Like all the rest of them are shit. You mean like there's only so much money in mobile games and it's going to the big guys. That is not the market you should be tapping into, my friend. Like at all. No, but not, not, not even regard to a disrespect to those games that if you want to create a business endeavor, do not go mobile games. You're not looking forward to Sony's uh, <clears throat> idle clicker game where you you got your way through random IPs to, to get characters to fight randomly against other... No, no. You know, what, you know what I really want that Ubisoft game. They just bought a bunch of different things together. That was dope. Give me that. <laughs> I must admit the Nintendo ones are, are not bad, but, but they, yeah, but they like are super money hungry. Well, that's the thing. They're super money so hungry, money and this and like the the entry prices, like the Mario Run was like fifteen bucks, which standard game prices not that much, but for a mobile game, that's pretty high. Yeah, and I don't I don't know whether it met that fifteen bucks because like for fifteen bucks on a console, I can get 20, 30 hours of a game, right? Yeah. Where on a console, it's like, am I getting twenty? Am I getting twenty thirty hours worth of mobile game? Mm. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Look, th- th- look, that 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 is me, unquestionably being like, mobile phone games. <laughs> so, I'll admit that one. Uh, well, earlier this week we have we got a PS five firmware update and a DualSense controller firmware update. Uh, the patch notes for the PS five update are, uh, in typical fashion, the system update improves system performance telling us nothing however for the DualSense update according to reddit it does fix the glitch or bug that's been associated with the battery charge indicator when you have your controller plugged in now i've received this every time my controller's plugged in it's just has got a big old question mark on it. it's like am i charging am i not i don't know we'll see i we'll think find out in a couple of hours i guess <laughs> <laughs> i did that when i when i got the playstation i didn't plug it into the super fast one and just didn't charge my controller like there's three USBs, all of them should charge. And apparently, no, nah. you have to guess which one though. So that's good. Yeah, thankfully. All right, now we'll get into some E3 stuff. All right, so first off was the Summer Games Fest. This took place uh, a couple of days ago, Friday morning. Friday morning. Uh, it is now Sunday afternoon at time of recording, and we've just got a list of things, um, list of things that uh, the kind of big ones. So. These are the ones that are directly related to PlayStation. We'll touch upon some things that aren't, if we feel the need. Yeah, there are definitely things in this list that aren't on PlayStation, but that comes at the bottom. But yeah, so like we just wanted to touch yeah. upon some, some, some things. Um, oh, as because as of recording, because it is Sunday afternoon, Xbox haven't done their conference yet. Correct. However, we are going to do a secondary episode, probably record it Monday night, probably hopefully come out Tuesday, if not Tuesday, come out Wednesday, and it will essentially be the uh, Microsoft's E3 presentation, a PlayStation perspective, and we'll look at it from the PlayStation side of things, because right now, they need to be a dope competitor, and I want them to be a dope competitor. So I'm hoping that after the, after the conference tomorrow, we go, Sony should be shitting themselves that's what i want that's why i want to come out of tomorrow imagine if they come out tomorrow and all their games are series x exclusive and they, they just forget about the, the back end of their console generation uh, look just like playstation they've already forgot about their marketing <laughs> games are, games are for everyone let's make exclusives because playstation we believe in console generations but we don't really <laughs> i really appreciate them both just not keeping their word 
All right. First off, the, one, probably the biggest thing to come out of Summer Games Fest, at least for you, Max. Oh, yeah. I totally stacked this at the top. Is Elden Ring. We saw a gameplay trailer and a date of January 2022. Uh, so, obviously, this is this is the, the FromSoft George R. R. Martin team up that's been heavily leaked over the last couple of months. I don't recall seeing any of those leaked footage in the in the in the trailer that was shown. Uh, I'm super surprised that it is coming out in January 2022. Nothing assuming, else comes out in January. That's good assuming news. Assuming it doesn't get delayed, but it's crazy to think that we're what six months out of it now, six and a half months out of it now, and now they're going. Yep, this is it. Here we go. Here you go. This is what you're gonna get. So, being a FromSoft game, it's it's got that that Dark Souls feel. It's got that Bloodborne feel. It looked real good. And I'm super keen. I, I know it's not your it's not your jam, but you know what a what a way to come out. It was that big mic drop moment for for Killy at the end of his yeah. game fest. He's like, "We got it. Here it is." Yeah, I, I understand the love for it. I understand the excitement for it. But as I said on Twitter, I just don't have a boner for <laughs> for Bloodborne games, for Soulsborne games. I really don't. Yeah. So like for me, I'm like, oh okay, because I was like, if if it wasn't that, then I'd be sweet mad but like with it being from software it's obviously very very likely that it was going to have that soulsborne yeah. bloodborne yeah. Uh, sorry soulsborne dark soul feel to it and i saw that and went nah <laughs> so i'm glad you're excited oh, i'm super keen for it uh set next up was the death stranding director's cut which i have a question which i have an issue with in the naming convention alone uh coming to the ps5 at some point Wait. Uh, it's supposed to be coming soon. Coming soon. Now, uh, are you complaining that they didn't change directors halfway through and it's not? No, some, no, no. I'm pissy that's not in four by three, uh, <laughs> and black and white. No, what I'm shitty about is Death Stranding is a Kojima Productions game. Kojima Productions, it's in the name Kojima Director. The director's cut normally exists because the original version of the game had to be cut due to like studio demand or some sort of external factors. Nothing about Death Stranding to me reads like a man that was fucking forced to restrain himself. What happens if in like three months time when this comes out, it's got like... 20 more hours of story content that just wasn't in there but you'd be like yeah but to me that me that reads as him making it afterwards <laughs> like you play that game it doesn't feel like that there were things cut it just feels like a game so to me i look at that and go what fucking cut is this the first cut is the director's cut maybe this is the maybe this is the director's cut of this is now a movie and it's not interactive in any way shape or form you they might watch, as well it might as well watch be the story you just watch the story unfold but then again, they could have just called Death Stranding Extended Edition. But everyone's like, the game was fucking long as it was. So I understand why they didn't do that. So like, but the trailer itself is just so good. So good. Because he, you know, he pulls out the Metal Gear Solid box. He's like, I'm just going to hide in here now. Yeah, he walks into like a little bunker and there's a bunch of dudes doing like standard Metal Gear paths. <laughs> and he look, you see uh, old fucking, um, oh, what's his name? I forgot the actor's name again. Daryl from Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, what's his face? Um, he kind of looks in and goes, oh, no. And then looks over the shelf, grabs the box, um, sprawls out uh, a bunch of oranges. Yeah, Norman Reedus. Thank you. Norman, thank was, you. Thank you, killer. the shit out of me for so long. I was like, all that, all that was going through my mind is like, Mads. Mads. It's not Mads. It's not Mads. It's not Mads. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, Mads. Guy. it's a Guillermo. It's not Guillermo. It's Conan O'Brien. So he spills out all the oranges and then puts the box around and looks at it and goes, hmm. And then, like, jumps in it as if it was Metal Gear. And then he see him go, nah. 
and then gets out and then puts it back on the shelf. Like to me, and then it's got the, the fragile logo on it. Yeah, that was back. dope. That was absolutely brilliant. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Like, do I, do I need the director's cut? No. Would I play it again? Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, next up was Tiny Tina's Wonderland, so it's a kind of side spin-off to uh, Borderlands. Uh, focusing on the character of Tiny Tina. I think she's the connecting piece for it all. Uh, not being the a, a massive fan of Borderlands didn't really tickle my fancies. So I'm I'm interested in this because uh, for Borderlands 2? Borderlands 2. Uh, Tiny Tina got her own DLC pack, which was all about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, they, have, they have a specific name for it in game, mm-hmm. um, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. But the way they ended this this trailer, uh, she's like, um, she alludes to rolling dice, and I'm like, if this is just more of that, yeah, in that in that D and D setting with, uh, with the Borderlands fun, I'm super keen. Yeah, it's because the the they had Ashley Johnson on on stage, and she was all like, oh yeah, it's a it's a re, it's a mythical take on a looter shooter. Yeah, because Borderlands three didn't sit with me as well as the previous two games mm. i found uh some of its humor didn't hit the mark as well as three yeah, yeah didn't yeah. hit the didn't didn't hit its mark as well as the previous few um it kind of seemed forced and so i'm really hoping this is going to go back to what they did with with two in in that tiny tina dlc and if that's the case awesome man be great be uh great. and next up is another max game yeah, so this was uh, Salt and Sacrifice. This is coming next year to both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. It is the successor to Salt and Sanctuary. I was so going to say, the, like, this isn't very similar naming convention, but that's because yeah, it's a sequel. Yeah, so it's it's basically 2D side-scrolling Dark Souls. Uh, now we co-op. <laughs> woo. It looks really good. I love that. I love that. Oh, Ashley Burt. not Ashley Johnson. I get them mixed up every time. Thank you, Puck. <laughs> Um, I love that the the artistic style that they've got going, that that kind of like um, hand drawn animation mm. type thing. Two uh, D side scrolling games are fun, uh, really good. Looks very intrigued. The story seems kind of cool. You're basically like a a, a witch or a wizard hunter. Mm. Great. Fuck you and your max games. Next up was a Betson game, Two Point Campus. Uh, so they showed off a trailer for PS4, PS5. They announced that it's coming in 2022, uh, and it's essentially the spin, uh, the, two, the Two Point Hospital, the Two Point Hospital spin on running a school, which is mad because they had like showed a bunch of weird classes and like people in the in the crowd just as like clowns and fucking random shit. I am super, super in and I don't want to wait till next year is, is the short answer. Cause I loved uh, two point hospital. I haven't finished it yet because like, it's one of those games that I kind of like, I go to it and I go ham on it and then something else comes out. So I go away yeah. and then I'll come back to it. So if anything, I'll probably play it this week because I don't really have it. Like now that we've, we've finished ratchet, we're just kind of waiting until whatever the next big release is. And it's like, well, I'll just play more two hospital. Oh, I have a feeling there's like no, none in this month that you'd be interested in. Probably not. Cause I know. Cause it's fine. I could play in- integrate. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a couple of weeks we've got Scarlet Nexus, which is definitely not a you game, but I'm super keen no. for that. And, no, Betson um, game. What else is coming out? I can't think of anything. Can't think of no bets probably, there's definitely something, but it's just eluding me at the moment. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, next up, Jurassic World Evolution 2. Betson game mm-hmm. coming in this year. So I played the original one a yonks back on PC. My PC was trash and couldn't run it properly. So like, fuck you then. So I bought it on PlayStation and it's mad. Isn't it the same thing? Isn't it like just like you build Jurassic Park? Yeah. Like sim- yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, 
Uh, next up, we had the Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes coming in October to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Yeah, so October is the same ballpark that, like, uh, the, so I think it's the same same month as uh, Little Hope. And I think yep. I think Man of Madame was a little, a little bit, bit earlier. Mm-hmm. But this is cool. So it's a bit more footage from what we saw at the preview uh, keynote thing a couple of weeks ago. One thing that made me laugh really, really hard, actually, most because in the preview footage, they, they clearly went out of their way to not show you what the creature looks like at all like we're not gonna show you and then in this they go here's the collector's edition with the statue of the creature but like, like why fucking I mean, make like, it so vague i mean they have to do that because you, you they can't be like big question mark on the statue you're gonna get in collector's edition they did it with spider-man they're like here's a spider-man statue but we're not gonna show you because of spoilers really they really did like i distinctly remember on the ps the, the spider-man collector's edition they're like we're not gonna show you the statue no okay fair enough but I think there's a lot more trust in the Spider-Man statue compared to random creature from such a massive. You buy it, you get a little statue of Ashley Tisdale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be mad about it. Um, next up, we had uh, Bruce Campbell as Evil Dead, the game coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. I don't recall if there was a release date. No, so this this was something that made an appearance at a state of play a little while ago from memory. Yeah. I it looked pretty it. cool because like, to me, it got a lot of bunch of uh, Dead by Daylight. Um, mm-hmm. Was Dead by Daylight? Sort of vibes to it, and yeah. Friday the Thirteenth, obviously. Um, but I don't. I think it's a little bit different to that. Um, but that's right. Uh, but if you're speaking of other weeby games that aren't for me, uh, Tales of Arise had a story trailer and it showed off some party members. Does get you all hard? Yeah, I mean, I haven't played a one one of the Tales RPGs in, in quite some time. I think I missed the last few. Uh, but they're always fun. Long, yeah. long grindy JRPGs. Yep, uh, that's the exact opposite. Both those things are not bets and things at all. They were, they were, they were pre-child max things. Mm. <laughs> like now, I've got a kid. I don't have time for yeah. this content. Uh, the last two just run through quickly. Endless, and a game called Endless Dungeon, which showed off a new, a new gameplay trailer, and Tribes of Midgard, which is coming in July. Mm. Uh, any of them? No. No, Endless Dungeon sounds cool. It's one of those. Uh, co- it's a co-op um, roguelite. Mm. where you explore an, end, an endless dungeon so, so um, there were other games that did come out as part of the coke media uh announcing announcement as well label. Yeah. um so yeah so then so they there's a bit of a there's more yeah sorry more summer's game for stuff as well as the coach the, the I keep calling it saying right the coke media thing yeah they announced was it yeah, prime, prime matter, matter. So, um, yeah, they announced their new publishing label being Prime Matter, and they yeah, they came out and they they've they've gone. We've got twelve get. We've got twelve games coming. So we've got Payday Three coming to consoles and PC. Yeah, Payday Three rad, should be rad. Oh Payday man, I two were fantastic games. See, this is the, listen. This is another problem that I have with Payday Two, right? Yeah, I fucking problem. love it. They had no one to play it with, and the AI sucks anus. Yeah, the AI did suck. So, so, oh god, like so. We were we were nicely given a little bit of early info on some of these, and this was the one that we knew about. And it was so hard to not want to just gush about the idea of Payday 2, because, like, fuck me. Um, next up, we have Crossfire Legion, which was a PC-only game. Uh, King's Bounty 2, which is coming in August 24th to consoles and PC. Um, the Last Crew coming to consoles was a third-person action RPG coming out next year. Uh, Encased was coming to PC. Uh, uh Gun Rage Gore was coming to consoles in 2022. There were a few games coming under working titles, one of which was The Chant, the other being Final Form. They were One had a 2022 release date uh, for a quarter. Uh, one had no release date. They were both coming to consoles and PC. 
Uh, we had Project Echoes of the End, which was specifically coming for PlayStation 5 and PC. Mm. It's a big story-driven third-person action-adventure game built in the new Unreal Engine 5. So that should look uh, magnificent when, when that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Painkiller was coming again, but they gave no information on that whatsoever. They're just like, Painkiller, I'm coming. So we're doing something with it. <laughs> Other than that, um, yeah, the Summer Games Fest did its thing. There are a bunch of indies. There are a bunch of cool-looking stuff. But this being being the show that we do are kind of primarily focused on the PlayStation. Yeah, same goes for like Devolver as well. They did their showcase, yeah. but like primarily PC stuff. So we yeah. didn't really jump on it too much here. And Justin says in the chat, don't forget Metal Slug Tactics. They did show Metal Slug Tactics. <laughs> Not coming to PlayStation though. Yeah, correct. All right, so this is the one I did watch in full. So this morning uh, they did uh, Ubisoft Forward, which is the Ubisoft, as, as you know, on the record, I always get called Ryan fucking Ubisoft Betson. That's because I tend to love Ubisoft games. Um, not their practices, just their games. Not all their games, just something. <laughs> not all their games either. So, but yeah, here's a list of their uh, related announcements that happened uh, during the conference. We got Avatar Frontiers of Pandora coming to PlayStation 5 next year. Who the fuck wants this game? Who the fuck wants this game, Max? Like, I look at this. <laughs> and I and I just I I am genuinely baffled, right? Like we've we've been waiting for this everlasting sequel of a game that really was uh, sorry a movie that really wasn't that good anyway. Like if if you took the 3D away from it, the movie sucks butt. It's horrendous. Like I've never no one I know has ever actively rewatched Avatar because the novelty of the 3D was it. Yeah, I think Puck's got it right. I think it's coming out with the movie sequel. When's that coming? Uh, you gotta remember, like you remember you remember what 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 when uh. uh Fucking uh, Avatar 1 came out. You know when? Oh, my first year of high school. It's like nine years ago. Ten years ago. Not high school. University. <laughs> I was going to say. Like, university. I forgot how, first year of forgot high how, school. Forgot how old I was for a while. <laughs> when I was in like my first years of university, man. Like it's a decade ago. This, like, this as a license is not relevant. Unless I can like tail fuck a horse or whatever they do it like you know they do in the movie when they when the the two Navi bang each other then they use the same dick to like get connected to a horse like unless I can do that I'm out. No, I don't know why this game exists. I know it's been in the works for a while. I, I know that it, it's done the rumor circulations yeah. for the longest time, but I don't know who wants this. It's gonna bomb. It's gonna bomb. I, I know this once again. This is. I don't want it to. I, is it gonna bomb or is that just my putting my prejudice against oh, it? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? The thing is, you know, not not all moviegoers are game players, and that that line of translating stuff that like from especially from game to movie or movie to game sometimes it just doesn't translate well and they both end up sucking so in the chat yeah, uh, uh puck adds i watched the giant bomb riffing on it and they kept making the tail fucking joke the entire time because that's the one thing that i took out of that movie it was like did i just watch some fuck a horse did they just hang on they just no, that's right. and then the fact that sam Worthington was in a wheelchair the whole time he's all that like, no one's ever seen since avatar no, he did fucking Her- Spartacus and Hercules and shit. Yeah. Fucking cares about some money. <laughs> uh, next up, we had Rainbow Six Extraction coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in September. Yeah, so it's this, like, it's this, it is literally Siege. It's a spinoff of Siege. It's a lot of, of your operators from Siege in this. However, it's PvE. Yeah. 
which got me all excited because PvP sucks because I'm, I'm not very good. PvE, on the <laughs> other hand. <laughs> Give me some PvE. I like I can shit all over the environment. It's yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, I love destroying environments and non- and people that characters that aren't made by people with skill in terms of players of skill. Um, but this looks dope. So the idea, because originally, this was originally going to be called like Rainbow Six Quarantine. Yeah. And to me, it gave off this kind of zombie-esque vibe. I think, I think they realized that the world was in quarantine and like maybe we should change the name real quick. Yeah. Yeah, which we'll, we'll do extraction. We'll that get is out of quarantine. A hundred percent true. They did make that pivot, but with that, like I, I think originally it was a zombie pitch, probably. But now it's an alien pitch, and I kind of like the aliens it more. are extracting us now. <laughs> yeah. So there's you as you as your group of yep. operators go in to uh, it's essentially the dark zone. Yeah. yeah. In division, but yeah. with the operators and in first person, and it's cool and aliens. Um. <laughs> So like you go that. in there, you get your gear, whatever. And then if, if one of your operators die, they are MIA. You cannot get them back. Like you can't just be like, oh, end the mission. Guess what? I'm Sledge again. Nope. You have to go back in there and get them out. You have to extract them. And of course, it sounds like there's a constant of that risk reward similar yeah. to the Dark Zone. So if you love the Dark Zone in, in Division, which I didn't because I was getting wrecked by everyone because I'm not very good at fighting <laughs> other players. But... I, I'm actually a little keen for this because Rainbow Six Siege is cool in concept. Yeah. I am just nowhere near good enough to play it. That's fair. Because I forget that you can break through walls. So I'm hiding in a corner and the wall breaks out and then I get hit in the face. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, every time I play that game, I get killed by some someone lying down on the ground with literally a, a, a fist-sized hole punched in the bottom of the wall and I get shot in the ankle as I'm walking past. Like, okay, cool. That's great. Love it. Good game. Uh, next up, we had Riders Republic coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in September. September 2nd. So fact. it's steep, but not steep. It, it's it's steep, but global warming's taken effect. Yeah, it's steep-esque. Normal. Yeah. So they've taken... Like, obviously, they really were baffled how steep wasn't a success. Like, that's just double down. <laughs> like Maybe it's the snow that no one liked. Yeah, no one liked the snow. No. <laughs> It was the vague vagueness of the game. Like, there wasn't direction yeah. apart from go to the top of the hill and get down as fast as you can. Which I guess is kind of what snowboarding and skiing and fucking jumping off shit is. So they came, nailed it. Actually, they fucking nailed it, really. But, yeah, so there's, like, wingsuits in this. There's bikes. There's fucking snowboarding as well. There's a bunch of other different things. It looks cool. Um, there's, like, there's a lot more interactivity as well. There's, like, 64-player yeah. races and stuff. So if that's for you give it up uh we also got to see some i've uh, got some information about far cry 6's dlc which will feature previous villains including vas yeah man so in the season pass they're essentially doing like an expanded world sort of thing where all the villains are sucked into some alternate void by the looks and then you get to play as them so you play as pagan men you play as vas you play as joseph seed y- gimme yeah that seems cool yeah Ryan's already giving Ubisoft his money. Yeah. <laughs> Just sprinkling money everywhere. Uh, Aiden Pierce is. Oh, and Blood Dragon. Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon comes with yes. it too. Yep. Um, Aiden Pierce is heading to the new DLC for Watch Dogs Legion. Cool. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> is getting supported uh, into 2022 with new DLC, free DLC they mentioned, yep. uh, and some updates as well. Surprising no one. They've been really like 
lately Ubisoft have really been yeah because they talk about this is like the only Assassin's Creed they've ever supported into a second year yeah which is cool and like for those that have played it and finished it because the game's fucking huge you want more of it I'm like no there's too much already calm down <laughs> but they've also talked about how it's adding all of the like the learning yeah. cool shit they did with um, Origins uh, I think they did it with Odyssey as well like the the toury thing yes it's cool yeah, yeah, yeah that looks mad it, yeah. so they've, they've added that into this as well and that's coming later in the year or next year one or two and that's mad so you got we'll remember about viking things uh just dance 2022 is coming in november in 2021 to playstation 4 and playstation 5 people like just dance man yeah it's one of the loudest boots that it fucking packs every year I can imagine um but no it's it's cool like in terms of franchise that like a is super family i shit on i shit on just dance all the time but it is like a great family friendly thing, and they they got the who's the, what's the name what's the name of the individual that they got for it? It's he uh, they're a um like a YouTuber dancer actor uh, skill and like I've known him before because he rocked up an episode of Queer Eye on Netflix. <laughs> I've no idea. Uh, but like they've got a song in it, and I was like, I don't know who they are, and I'm like jamming the song a little bit, I'm like. This one goes right, <laughs> you know. So that's cool. I, I think that will bring in a bunch of people as well because they're 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 remixing the song and shooting a video for it and stuff. So it's his own kind of unique thing yep. in there, which is really cool. Um, which is not which is not too bad. So quick question about Valhalla. Uh, after Killer says injects Far Cry Six in Ryan's veins. Yes, and Buddy says join us in the division new game. Yup, deal. Uh, Lizard Runner asks, what did y'all think of the sound mix on Valhalla? What got me was the when you're in um norway or whatever and you go and when, the, when you're on the the first peak because like, they're much better than that by the way <laughs> and i was like that's when it got me and like that, i, that I found myself both. just rolling around aimlessly listening to the sea shanties and the guys were saying i was like yes <laughs> um and lastly to continue the uh the music theme rocksmith plus is coming to playstation 4 and playstation 5 with the subscription teaching tool to learn how to play guitar i've always wanted to learn guitar Hence why my love for like rock band and guitar mm -hmm. hero. And I have an old guitar here. It's an old ma uh, Maiden guitar. So the guitar is all like, it was made in 1962. It's this beautiful old guitar. And I've always wanted to learn how to play it, but I just never had the skill or time. Yeah. So hence why I play drums. Cause drums, I can, I can at least keep a beat and it's kind of, it hits my ADHD part of my brain. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but if they can, if they can gamify, uh, learning guitar that I mean I know Rocks, Rocks, Rocksmith has been around for a while and they did it in the past we had to get like a little dongaroo and you plugged it into the thingy but the the thing they're using is they're using your your phone primarily as the microphone to pick it up so obviously you need an amplifier or at least have it near your yep. near your guitar which is cool um, I love it as a concept because it's a subscription service you pay X amount of uh, a month and you get access to a massive battle catalogue of <laughs> backlog yeah a backlog <laughs> of of music so you can play sax of genres and i i'm kind of debating whether we make it i make it a little a little mini series for here yeah. like you know you know like like we have our get less fat update ryan learns how to shred. ryan learns how to play guitar and then i'm like well using rocksmith this week i learned the fucking c chord <laughs> and then like six months like how far have you progressed not much at all <laughs> that's what i'd love to see i this is you Oh, that'll be me because you've got big bits. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Sony partners with D Deviate... Deviation. Deviation Games. What was that that class that fucking Harry takes in, Harry, in uh, Hogwarts? That's Divination. Yeah, close enough. Sony has announced <laughs> yet... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Not even close. Fuck. I'm going to say deviation. <laughs> All right, bam. Jeez. Oh, this is live, guys. Sony has announced yet another partnership with a, with a new developer to make a new IP under its, wi- under its wing for PlayStation consoles. Deviation Games is making a, quote, brand new original IP, end quote, and that's just about all that we know. So it's just about as vague as fucking Haven. Mad. As part of a PlayStation blog post, CEO Dave Anthony said, quote, while I can confirm development is already underway, it's really early for us to be going to specific details. Then don't announce it, dude. We're drawing on what we've learned over our collective decades making games, but we're also out to make something fresh and brimming with innovation like you've never experienced before. We're not afraid to say that our ambitions are super high. We're setting out to make a huge content rich game with a focus on a lot of action and a lot of energy, but let's leave it at that for now. And hopefully it won't be long before we can share more end quote alongside Jason Blundell, uh, Blundell, who is best known for his work on the call of duty franchise deviation games has already grown to be over a hundred employees. Quote, to our fans, particularly those who have followed some of our team members' past work over the years, thank you for all your support, particularly now as we venture into creating something for ourselves. Now, I am concerned that A, they're announcing this just like Haven with nothing. Like, I I understand things take time, but to me, this is them, I feel this is them going, Microsoft are going to announce that they've bought some more shit at E3. (laughs) We need to announce something. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> They're like, fuck, we have nothing. We have absolutely nothing. Um, we're not even there. <laughs> we're not even there. What are we going to do? It's a fucking freebie for them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it, this, this tune, there's not enough information there to be, to be no, anything. No, not at all. Uh, so only a, a short amount of quick bits this week. Uh, earlier this week, Battlefield 2042 was officially announced. Coming to current gen consoles and previous gen consoles multiplayer only 128 player support for current gen consoles 64 player support for previous gen yeah no campaign you know you know, you know what that makes me excited i can die 127 times <laughs> like that's all i read when i when i read that there are that many players on one map i'm gonna die fucking so much <laughs> uh so they alluded to uh there being like three different distinct game modes there's no battle royale. There is no campaign. It is just slightly in the future battlefield. So they've, they've yeah, it's like we will live to see 2042. <laughs> so like, what do they got? Like the iPhone 15, 16, maybe at best. The XXL. Yeah, the X. Yeah, it's just big honking. You know, <laughs> like 2042 is close enough that not a lot of improvements can happen. Like this isn't the eighties or the seventies where they thought twenty twenty was like was gonna be something tremendous. Twenty twenty just sucks. But like twenty forty two, like are we still in lockdown? Yeah. Probably. Uh, and lastly, Returnal will be receiving another patch in the near future to fix some trophy issues and tweak some balance issues. I believe they're making uh, the Platinum more achievable. Good. Uh, some of the scout logs apparently aren't spawning in often enough, so they're gonna just bump those numbers up a little bit. Mad. so congratulations to all of those people who have already gotten their yeah, well plat on hard mode uh, hopefully i'll be able to get my plat when it's easier because i keep losing stuff cool i hope with this balancing issues i can get out of world two three well i can get out of world three that would be nice i'm very stuck in in world three so yeah. that'd be nice to get out of world five's worse fuck <laughs> all right here are the top 10 best-selling uh playstation 4 games in australia for the week ending the 6th or uh, 6th yeah the 6th of june 2020 they are as follows number 10 knockout city did you, did you go and applying it 
Can you have a blast with it? Okay, so... Sorry, we'll get to the listeners thing. It's currently free up until level 25. Yeah. You can just play it as much as you want. I have an EA Access subscription, so it's free for me anyway. Oh, fuck you. All right. Number nine, The Last of Us Remastered. Number eight, It Takes Two. Number seven, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number six, The Last of Us Part 2. Number five, uh, FIFA 21. Uh, Number four, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number three, Ghost of Tsushima. Number two, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number one, NBA 2K21. Lots of twos in there. A lot of twos. A lot of, lot of twos. A lot of sequels in there. So for Duncan City, shout out to the only new IP in there. No, really. Oh, that goes Sushima, I guess, but yeah. Uh, and you scroll down like there's more, there's more, uh, but there isn't. Apparently there is no upcoming games. Yeah, no one's <laughs> releasing games this week, which makes sense. No one really releases shit on E3 week. It's just kind of a given. Yeah. No one really gets in there. But uh, anyway, yes, as we mentioned earlier on, we will be back. We get a second sneaky episode of uh, for the players this week. A little bonus taste for you um, as we watch the uh, the Xbox, the Microsoft conference with Bethesda, and we will uh, do a follow up episode. The idea of Microsoft PlayStation conference. Uh, PlayStation, sorry, Microsoft E3 conference, a PlayStation perspective, uh, and we'll look at it through the eyes of 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 PlayStation, which is what we do, and be like, should we be scared? And then I have a feeling the answer is yes. And it'll be me trying to not talk about Square Enix, who is ro- I'm on, talk about Square who is on right after. We can there. chuck some Square Enix in there as well. Because if not? I get the announcements that are rumored to happen, oh. Be very happy. Yeah, so we, we were going to wait until the next episode, which is seven days from right now. Um, the problem is that we're we'll like, a wait. that's too bit of a wait, and if something massive happens, I want to talk about it. And yeah. I, I, as as I said, for me, a big part of why like, I love PlayStation, obviously, but I am not a. I want to see the competition eat shit. I'm in a stance of I want to see the competition do well because then that'll make PlayStation do good. Oh yeah. Definitely. So if we go in this and they start just destroy, like laying out fucking killer killer titles, I'm like, yeah. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see that fucking competitive spark. Like, I I honestly haven't enjoyed PlayStation just pounding Xbox in a submission for the last, like, X amount of years. Like, that's not fun. Yeah. It's not fun at all. That is how we get the arrogant tone that everyone talks about. And that's how, honestly, that's why we're seeing the business choices that they're making right now. Because they've had such a free reign win for a while. I want Marks to come in and fucking rattle their cage or kick open the cage and stab him. Like, <laughs> you know, both scenarios are dope Russell for me. Jimmy's. Yeah. <laughs> Just stab, you know, here comes Phil Spencer, fucking shanks Jim Ryan, metaphorically. Um, figuratively. Yeah. Either way. But that's coming... <laughs> Either way. Either way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's all. So big thank you everyone for joining us uh, during the show. Big thank you to Fabes underscore nineteen and King Kyle LJ uh, for following us during the show as we as we do record this bastard on Twitch. Um, are we gonna do the Microsoft one in person? We do it online. What's the plan? It'll probably be in online because it'll have to be a nighttime thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just easier. There you with, go. My, with my time frame of from eight thirty till eleven, I've got some free time. I'll probably just chill at home for it. All right, because there'll be a sne- sneaky uh, be a, on- online be one. Sneaky online one yeah. Beautiful. So we'll see you that later in the week. But thank you all, all once again. We do really appreciate it. Everyone in the chat, like Puck and Buddy and Lizard Runner, like a whole bunch of new names in the chat today. Yeah, so Lizard Runner there. coming here for the first time after being recommended by one of my uh, one of our mutual uh, friends. Uh, I hope it was slightly above average. I hope nice. they undersold us so we overperformed. Yeah, big time. That's that's one of our big that's our big big standing point. Uh, All right, send it on home, Max. 
Well, guys, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, please come and check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, you can by heading over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live as well as become part of the, uh, be in the chat, become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If, <laughs> what was that, Pop Culture? We aim, to, we aim to undersell so we can overperform. That is the best trick. That's yeah. the trick. What we're essentially doing is like, it's it's small. Don't look at it. And then Paul Pence is like, that's not as small as we expected. I'm like, <laughs> yes. It's, it's, still, it's, still not, it's still not enough, but it's better than you thought. I think if you want to support the if, if, if you listen to us on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. We endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with, your, with our logos on it. But until, uh, to, until we talk Microsoft and E3 some more, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players.